so um welcome to Lucier wonders why also known as lww and we are on series two episode four and um i'm really excited uh, to be with this guest um due to the fact that um the last time we spoke and i know of him as a very open-minded not necessarily political, but very open-minded, free-thinking kind of guy. And I love that um, because we can talk about so many perspectives on the most craziest subjects to the most in-depth. Um, so I am with um, a fantastic poet by the name <laughs> of Camille Mahmoud. So I'm going to let him introduce himself to you guys before we go into the topic. Nice. I liked how you put the on the Yes. Mood. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> we used to do Arabic, you know. Extra, oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Sick. So, yeah. I kind of wish I'd learned Arabic <laughs> in a proper way, not in the way that we learned, like in oh. the mosque after school. Yeah. yeah so, uh, my name's Kamal Mahmood. Uh, I am from Birmingham. I am a poet, mm-hmm. visual artist, slash illustrator sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, my main career is I'm a dentist. I work within... Uh, I've worked in NHS, so I work in practice at the moment in Handsworth. Okay. Uh, big up Soho Road. Um, <laughs> big, big. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been writing probably for the last five years. Mm-hmm. I came up with that. Came up with a collection published by Bird Poetry Press about seven months ago, mm-hmm. which is a Birmingham-based um, publishing house. Mm-hmm. And it's a nice, well, I wouldn't say nice, very haily, rainy day. Mm-hmm. And I'm really looking forward to this interview. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, so uh, you are a poet. I know um, you've got uh, a bit about uh, your book that we are going to hear later on Uh in the interview, which I'm quite excited to talk a little bit more about and why you started the book. Um, So until, you know, until today, again, Camille is another victim. (laughs) He did not know what topic we was going to discuss. And the topic that he um, has chosen without knowing what it was is to discuss should natural grey hair be swept away or celebrated Uh, yes the grey hairs the grey hairs that that some people might classify as yes it's known to be an ageing fact Camille but some people cherish that and are liberated um, and show that grey hair and they, they they're not afraid to 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 have the grey hair or some people might classify it as silver yeah you know silver lining silver lining exactly yeah. um so to me with that grey hair there comes a few social pressures uh-huh. where some people feel that it has to be um hidden but there again i am seeing a few people that are incorporating grey hair mm. extensions yeah to be grey yeah. 
and I'm seeing a few people just, you know, physically and on social media that are dying uh-huh. their hair to be grey. Do you know what the funny thing is that you mm. said that? Is I've just remembered that <laughs> my sister, <laughs> she, like recently in the last two, three days, such a weird coincidence, she got into like an Instagram spat oh. with uh, a hairdresser, like an Instagram hairdresser. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, because she wanted her hair dyed grey. Wow. <laughs> What's the odds of that, by the way? No and way. The issue was that um, uh, I think that she paid like 170 quid. No. Because yeah, I remember I remember this because I was kind of taking the pee out of her because I saw her on her Instagram and I was just like, you know how like general elections coming up in a few days? Like, can you write about some important things? Like, tell your followers <laughs> to vote Labour, back Corbyn, but yeah, you're, yeah. you're sitting here like talking about grey arguing hair, arguing with this uh, Instagram. Um, uh, Hairdresser. Hairdresser, beautician, I don't know what it's called. Um, but yeah, so she didn't get the results that she wanted and it came out as green. And everyone mm. was telling her green, oh, why is your hair green? Why is your hair green? And she kept going back to the hairdresser. The hairdresser was like, um, oh, it's the lighting, it's the lighting. And then she ended up having like a, quite a rude WhatsApp in, like, conversation. Mm-hmm. Not from her point of view, she wasn't rude, but the person she was speaking to was quite rude. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, I don't think we're on the same wavelength. Like, well, this is what we sometimes do with our patients. If mm-hmm. We just feel like we're not on the same wavelength. She had that conversation where it's like, I don't think we have that trusting relationship wow. where we can pursue that- this further and my sister was like okay say so can I get like some of my money back because you didn't say it. just- it's not what is on the tin like you didn't deliver what was on the tin yeah so that's such a weird coincidence mm. because I think it is like becoming a fashionable thing to have grey hair mm-hmm. When you when you ask that question, the first thing I was thinking was, okay, yeah, you've got this the societal pressures that come with what you associate with grey hair, which is aging, mm-hmm. which, is, which is a depreciation mm-hmm. in, in, in age and also beauty, um, and also there's the other aspect of stress can cause grey hair as well. True. Um, so it's it's kind of gives the indication of okay, why are you stressed? Are you weak? Are you easily stressed? I was going to talk about that mental health as well. Yeah, it, it does. Anxiety. Yeah. We talk about all these different things. Um, we can talk about talk about cortisol yeah. levels. So when someone's stressed, that the, the, um, the, the one of the main stress hormones is cortisol but at the same time um, grey hair now not yeah. that I keep looking at people's heads yeah. <laughs> but okay. I'm a very obs- <laughs> <laughs> well I've got grey hair now let me just check but I'm, very, but I'm very I'm very an observational person and to be honest with you it used to be seen that oh that person's got grey hair they must be old yeah. but I am seen and, and I you know I have worked with a few young people mm. in their 20s mm. in their 30s that do have grey hair at a young age and we all know that grey hair is to do with the pigment cells Mm -hmm. you know changing colour depreciating or they're altering Mm -hmm. uh, you know the hair follicle Mm -hmm. and therefore the melanin decreases within that hair follicle and that's why it changes silver or grey but it's it's quite common now that grey hair is becoming fashionable yeah well I think if we talk about grey hair there's like a there's a gendered argument to it as well okay bring it on bring it on let's get into it go bring Um, it on in the sense of I think like if if a woman was to have grey hair it has a different aspect associated to it to when a man has grey hair okay you have these associations of like oh like silver linings we just said that silver linings I don't think anyone refers to silver linings like in a beard when you have silver hair it's like oh you associate the ageing process to wisdom yep just about to to say that associate to oh wisdom and the things that associate with wisdom and a man of a certain age is oh um, they must be wise mm-hmm. they must be like they must have their stuff together they must be financially stable must be all these different things whereas to a woman it's seen as and I think maybe from like the beauty we probably blame the beauty industry because yeah. I think 
culturally, you know, we're taught to respect our respect elders. Respect it, respect. So I see from that viewpoint of, oh, if you've got a grey hair, wow, you're, you're, you're yes. entering that, that, and, that and, respect phase and of your let life. It, and let it elaborate yeah. onto the person of, of who you are, not yeah. to hide it. Yeah. From a cultural aspect, yeah. that's how... You know, I think if I think about it, my granddad, he he, he he's very grey, mm-hmm. gracefully, but he naturally has a low uh, hair maintenance. But yeah. when he doesn't um, regularly, sh- you know, do do his head or I don't regularly shave his head, mm-hmm. the beautiful silver, he's got a full crown. Okay. Full crown at the age of 86. Oh, sick. It's literally full crown of head, full head, yeah. right? And it's silky mm-hmm. and it's thick. And it's silver. It's not white. Yeah. It's silver. Mm-hmm. At 86, there's no bald patch, mm-hmm. nothing. It's awful, like a young boy. And to him, it's like, you know, it's it's not something that you hide. If, yeah, it, if so it comes, it comes, yeah. Like no, that. oh, oh no, he's not dying it. I think I would die. Oh, it. he's not dying I've it. Got, like, one of my friends, he, um, uh, so he's my age, so and he started getting grey hairs when he was a teenager. I think it's just genetic. It can, thing. it can happen. So as time goes on, like you know, he's got like it's not fully grey, but he has, and it, it looks good though. That's the mm-hmm. thing. I feel, I feel, I feel it looks good. I think from like a man point of view, we're probably more concerned that we have less hair than our hair is silver. Interesting. Yeah, because when I was like growing up, my dad's bald. So yeah. this is before we knew that the genetic component of like a full head of hair comes more from the woman. It comes mm-hmm. more from the from the mum mm-hmm. um, because all the all my uncles on my mum's side um, have got decent hair. Yeah. Um, but my dad's like has always been bald like since the age of twenty something. And I remember when I moved to London. And I think it might have been the water. Mm-hmm. Hair was coming out of my head, and I was just like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna go bald! What the hell is this?" And then uh, it got to about 25, and everything stabilized. And I was like, "Oh, actually!" And everyone was like commenting, "Oh, your hair's like, like you're not going bald like your dad." And I'm mm-hmm. like, "Yes, thank God." They're expecting it. <laughs> yeah, to be... because you'd rather kind of like there's that stigma associated with someone, but like you'd rather your hair went grey early than your head went bald, bald. early. Yeah. There was a guy in my secondary school who was going was balding there and then, and he was had like long, long hair, and he was combing it over. Now I get and you. We were just like, oh my days, just shave it all off. Shave it. Oh, come So he comes in the next day to class, and you're still sitting behind <laughs> him, thinking, oh, why don't you just shave it off? Yeah, <laughs> just... no, because it, it just didn't look healthy. Yeah, it looked worse. Than yeah, safe. you just shaved it off and like went down the like Vin Diesel route. Yeah, I was probably planning. I was like, you know, what? I'll get hench. And I'll get bold as yeah. fine, but when these jeans kick in, but they haven't. And the funny thing is, actually, my brother, my brother had very wavy thick hair, and uh, he's starting to go bold now, mm. and he's younger than me. So I'm just like, because I know some shame. people, some people <laughs> do freak out about the grey hair. Yeah. And in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, I think it if when you naturally have it at yeah. whatever age it comes, because you do have a few people that I've seen on telly who I don't know. Um, obviously but it's like they have a certain patch mm. and I've seen it mostly in the men uh, than the women well, like on top of the head or? It, it could be a patch at the oh, front okay, yeah. where you know the front of their hair has got a, a round patch or it could be in a shape of a triangle or a star you a know star. Um, I've seen it I've seen it but that's just something naturally they have or it yeah. could be hereditary or mm. it's just a natural patch they have in their hair that is yeah. grey and mm. um, there's no dying about it it's just natural mm. and I think it should be gracefully um Exposed. Yeah. I don't think. I, I think so too. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm for choice in the sense of okay, if that's something that you're subconscious about, because like, in, yeah. our, in our culture, you know, you'll get on Stratford Road, you'll get these Pakistani men sitting on that same bench and <laughs> in their Sawakamis, and they've got a ginger dyed mm-hmm. beard. That they've, they've dyed it with mendy. Yeah, but that's mendy. because culturally, it's not it's not an abnormal no, thing no, no. for you to dye your, like for a man even to dye their hair that color. Yeah. Um, 
So it's it's one of those things where as much as like I I personally feel I'm like oh there's nothing wrong with it and I think the majority of people feel like there's nothing wrong with it mm-hmm. but you will get people within the community or you know how many percent or like a minority maybe that are like you know what like I feel more comfortable if I die in my or I gain something from having like jet black hair and, yeah and and you know I'm for choice in that sense I'm like you know it's I not actually harming agree me. with you in so that it's, yeah it's, if that's something that you you is an issue with you, you yeah and, you know it, there's an easy rectification of that mm-hmm then go ahead, do what you want to do. That's fine. I, I but, agree but in I that do, sense. I would hope that people would, but but don't you feel like like within like our beauty standards, mm-hmm. there are certain things that are just natural things that we are self conscious about, and we're taught yes. to be self conscious. I think that's where I'm originally trying to come from mm-hmm. in terms of when I did say a few seconds ago that people should just um, embrace it, mm. and um, where I think I am looking at it from to the point where the society and the beauty society today is like change anything or change something that you are or is not is not of the norm to be yeah, seen yeah like um, homogenized yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i think if you want to change something because you are uncomfortable yeah go ahead yeah. completely fine but the reason you, is why you're uncomfortable but then i want to yeah. know the, not me personally I want to know I don't want viewers uh, messaging me and telling me that they're going to the hairdresser to, because of this no <laughs> you're not in obligation to tell yeah, me anything yeah, yeah. but as it, as we need to look at the objective of why you're changing make sure mm. you're changing or you're dyeing your hair because you want to dye your hair to purple mm. you know you want to have curly purple hair you want to put <laughs> colour in no yeah. I, I have uh, braids as most people know of and I put I don't have any grey hairs as of yet um, but I know that I do put a lot of um, purple or dark green or dark blue colour um, into my hair extensions um, that I braid in so it's not actually properly dyed uh, by getting some kind of uh, mixture and I have to mix it up it's just hair that's been braided into my hair but it's just one of those things where make sure you're doing it because you want that look for yourself and yeah. you're comfortable not mm. because you're scared of what may people think of you if they see this yeah. or how may I be viewed to other people mm. do you know what I mean it's important to be true to yourself so that's why when I'm discussing about the embracing of silver hair and not being scared and liberating the silver hair. Make sure that it's you're doing it for you uh-huh. um, and that you're happy and you're comfortable. Yeah. But at the same time, something that I have picked upon, even though many years ago, grey hair is seen as only when you're old you yeah. get grey yeah. hair. Mm-hmm. I am noticing now that grey hair is becoming fashionable. Mm-hmm. So the tables have turned where grey hair, even though you may not have it yet, mm-hmm. but people want to die their hair oh, grey yeah so to dye yeah I mean you know like when my sister said she was going to do it grey I was just like oh okay did not know that was a thing yeah <laughs> but alright whatever and it's the first the thing she was like I wanted my hair to be like Storm from X-Men alright yeah, okay like, okay, okay. <laughs> your face random but okay random, but oh, yeah that's her inspiration <laughs> go ahead do you want to great do and my, my, my mum had a go at her as well my mum was just like what are you doing? Yeah. What will people think? The same thing. I yeah. Like, yeah. I don't really care to be honest. She <laughs> can do it. It's fine. <laughs> no, but I just find that there are celebrities out there who are naturally grey, such mm. as celebrities like Carol King. She's a singer songwriter, mm. and you've got. Oh, she's the one that sang. Uh, she wrote. You just call out my Did name. Aretha, didn't she sing that? Uh, she wrote uh, "Natural Woman" know. Aretha Franklin. Did she? Yeah, because you know, I was watching recently. Uh, I watched this film where yeah. there was a there was a version of Nessun Dorma. 
Okay. Oh, I just see that accent. Uh, and Aretha Franklin sang it. Yeah. There was a film with uh, Kevin Hart and that guy from Malcolm in the Middle. And uh, it was a sick film. It's a very good film. It was about like disability and uh, like a chronic health condition. Right. It's quite a sick film. Um, and then uh, I went into this vibe where I was like searching up like live Aretha Franklin mm-hmm. performance and there was the one where she sang at something for Obama I think yeah. I Obama standing up and Hil- uh, not Hillary Clinton Obama's uh, <laughs> wife uh, Michelle Michelle that's it Michelle um, um, Obama mm-hmm. and I'm sure Carole King stood up and was like oh my god she's singing the song uh, I'm sure Carole King wrote a natural did one. she yeah, cause you know what I'll have to it. research that that wouldn't surprise me mm. you know you make me feel like that one. Oh yeah, natural. Just, yeah, yeah. Just sing- I forgot you were single. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's when we yeah, first met. We yeah. first met when you were single. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, um, I still, I still do that. Head. I still have the voice, that God. But uh, yeah, but my gosh, um, yeah. So you got the Carol King, and you got the author who's recently passed away, known as Toni um, Morrison. She has dreadlocks, mm-hmm. and it's it, I, I find dreadlocks beautiful um, as they are. But when someone grows gracefully grey and the dreadlocks are well trimmed and and groomed really well from the hairdressers oh the dreadlocks are just beautiful when they're silver and oh it's lovely so would you would you go down the route of getting grey dreadlocks um i'd love to actually get it uh, (laughs) no i wouldn't dye it i'd want it to be uh, me lucia i'd want it to be natural um but you know you do have the celebrities out there who just grow grey naturally and i think I don't know how Whoopi Goldberg's hair is at the moment, but I know she's quite unique in some things. But um, to to basically uh, wrap up um, what you what you said, um, from what I feel as well, that along with grey hair, grey hair can either be a low maintenance thing, or you can rock it with a price. The reason why I say you can rock it with a price is based on your sister mm-hmm. spending like 170 or mm-hmm. some people can spend whatever amounts of money to get that grey hair look that they want. Mm-hmm. Or it can be low maintenance in terms of you naturally have grey or silver hair yeah. and um, it's something that you're you're happy to show and proud to show. So it's like natural or unnatural, basically. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, natural <laughs> okay. or unnatural. And from what I'm getting from you as well mm-hmm. within this conversation is that there can be an aspect where it can be seen that to have grey hair is one thing but naturally like in the Muslim community mm-hmm. you have the thing like Mendy where certain people will naturally dye certain parts yeah. of their beards or their hair mm-hmm. um, that's just a cultural thing it's not to say it's dyed because they're hiding away from certain I mean, exposures are, but it I mean, could it, be it's also a um, I don't know like I feel like sometimes we kind of overanalyze the reason why people dress or yes. a certain way because I feel like you know the way you dress is just a sign of individuality yes some people are like you know what like you just said the example of purple curly hair yeah. <laughs> some people are just like you know what I feel comfortable looking this way <laughs> oh, why not like you know let's just yeah. see and, and that's fine I think that's completely fine Definite, definitely indu- being individual is something that I come across from the uh, conversation that we're having in terms of the grey hair thing. Yeah, yeah. I also get from you that we have similarities in some of the things that we're saying in terms of uh, grey hair is something that is to do with like the melanin change within your hair follicle. Yeah. But at the same time, if you want it to be dyed, which is something that I agree with you, mm-hmm. make sure you're dyeing it for the right reasons. Yeah, but, mm. but yeah, but also part of me is like it's sort of it's sad that people will have like they, there might be a negative reason why they choose mm. to do it mm. so I agree in the sense of like it's, 
do it for the right reason. Do, but, yeah. but I also feel like sometimes it's difficult telling someone to do it for the right reasons because, mm-hmm. you know, it takes a lot of reflection. And if you're doing it as a consequence and, you know, if someone's uncomfortable and then there's all these other reasons why they're uncomfortable, mm. to then say to someone, just do it for the right reasons, I think it's more of an issue of, okay, let's have a conversation as to what are the things that have... What, 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 what is the starting point from this thinking? So why do you feel, feel like, oh, I don't want to have grey hair because of this? Yes. I mean, and it's more challenging those ideas yes. than challenging the... Why, the, yeah, why? have the right reasons. Yes. And it's more, if someone's, you know, if someone's putting this viewpoint across to people that, oh, that is a... This, you know, like aging is a horrible yeah, thing. Horrible, which yeah. I think that is something that is a modern day issue. You look, at, you know, you look at the TV and you look at all these anti-aging. Oh gosh, yes, and, you, you, know, you don't need to go lot, there. A lot of the beauty industry is 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 its source it's of wor- income it's worrying, is insecurity. It's, yeah, in yeah, it's worrying about aging. So if you're going to create insecurity, and do you find it interesting how a lot of the um, advertising now mm-hmm. is is. Um, Oh gosh, I'm thinking of one like that, like the number seven. It's promoting individuality to yeah. be like we're creating something that is so for everyone can individually feel, and it's a lot of it's. You're it's, making me think now, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, and even now, like with all the Christmas advertising, like all the Christmas advertising now is to do with family. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's, it's it's trying to shy away from the capitalist point of view, and it's 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 like bringing up ideas of <laughs> of beauties on the outside, not beauties on the inside, inside, not the outside. Yeah. Your individuality is beauty, but at the same time, it's like. Hang on, isn't eighty percent of your yeah. income coming from homogenisation? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, like, even like when you look at these Christmas adverts, it's, it's. I feel like a lot of the time, like capitalism is a very manipulative, manipulative and sinister thing. Yes. Because it also brings up, oh, I think, okay, well, hang on, all family, all, families, all um, uh, individuality, feminism. Let's mm-hmm. let's see how we can use these concepts mm-hmm. to our advantage to make more money. Mm-hmm. Well, the whole aim of it is money. It's just money. It's it? don't, there's just nothing. Mm-hmm. It's just one big circle of money. And that's why I enjoy talking about this topic of mm-hmm. the grey hair with you, even though you mm-hmm. did not know what we was going to talk about yeah, today. It hit, me, it hit me around. You know what I was part of me? It was like, when you said it, I was just like, okay, what am I going to talk about? <laughs> I could see you thought, I'm stumbling what to say. But you know what? There, there are a range of topics that I do mm-hmm. write down. Mm-hmm. That I mean, some people might think, okay, why is Lush talking about grey hair? Mm-hmm why is that but I'm telling you there is a lush wonders why about it and Mm. I do wonder why about it the topics that I Mm -hmm. talk about with any guests or I discuss on a podcast uh, by myself is because I have these thoughts that I like that I like to you know discuss I think reflection is a very and I think as I've gotten older I've become more of a reflective person yeah it makes you more wiser I think I might have been more (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think a lot like we're not really taught to reflect properly so like we will, we're so used to stimulation and gratification. It's always on the go. Come here. Take it there. Take it. Take, take, take it there. Take it as it comes. Yeah. But when do we have the time to sit and just reflect on things and just sort of think? Well, what are the reasons why someone has that? And usually it's, there's like a thousand reasons. Yeah. But like I think understanding those thousand reasons is good in a way mm. because then you don't become like an ignorant one-minded yeah. one direction rigid I've heard of some people be like oh you know they could be in their 40s and say oh you know I'm getting a few grey hairs here and I, you know I've got to get a wig soon <laughs> you know and it's just like look are you worrying based on what people are thinking the fact that you've got a few grey hairs coming mm-hmm. through your permed hair mm-hmm. or are you worried the fact that, where is this worrying coming from is it this is it the stigma from what people are thinking of you yeah. or are, are you genuinely worried for yourself that yeah. you feel like you need to get a wig soon mm-hmm. you know what I mean so I think that's really my main concept of this discussion of grey hairs yeah. 
goes back to what you said a few seconds ago where is it coming from mm -hmm. we shouldn't really question the the whys mm -hmm. and the reasons we should be looking at you know is 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 it a comfortable place where somewhere someone wants to be yeah. and that's why i enjoy this conversation with you and to know that to be honest with you basically what me and you have said i can't think of any point that one of us has just thought nope don't agree with you lush don't agree with you camille <laughs> It's we've actually quite similar on everything that we've discussed yeah. um, within this topic. So we're going to move right on to a game mm -hmm. um, that I enjoy, as some of you have probably been listening to some of my podcasts mm -hmm. called Make Sense, But Why? Mm -hmm. uh, but Why Though? Um, and we're going to come back after this short break and we're going to go into the game. So, uh, yeah. We are back with the Make Sense or But Why Though, still with um, the wonderful uh, and uh, the most professional and free-thinking person that I've come across, um, known as Camille Mahmoud. And um, we are going to go <laughs> into, he doesn't have a clue what I'm going to say to him, that's why I'm laughing. <laughs> he's doing a bit of a shimmery, but he's all right, he's okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, so let's go for scenario number one out of four. Are you ready, Camille? Mm-hmm. So you're going to do your make sense or but why though? Okay. okay. So, number one, you're in KFC mm -hmm. and the KFC worker gets your order wrong mm -hmm. and adds a bucket of chicken to what you ordered. Make sense or but why though? Well, they probably looked at me and thought, hmm. <laughs> He, he could do with a little bit more than that grilled, yes. grilled, <laughs> that grilled chicken. <laughs> that, that, so why not? Let's just give him some. Yeah, yeah. Or it could be at the end of the day, mm. and there's loads of chicken left over. And right. It's, it's gonna go off unless we get rid of this. You know what? I like the clever thinking yeah, there. That's some positive thinking right there. So would or, you say that makes sense or but why? Yeah, I think it could make sense. Makes sense. No, no. Yeah. You know what? I, I think you've justified I've yourself. Been places where people give me extra food. Yeah, yeah. Just like, why not? Yeah, why not? Like, cause some I might have been really polite to them. Yeah, you I are a like, polite person. I, I could, you know, like sometimes I like chat, like anything. You want to have a chat. Yeah. And also, I have this thing where you know when you when someone's making food for you, yeah. you have like this extra respect for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it's just like, <laughs> they're taking time yeah, out. Yeah, because it's like you know you know when you hear these stories of of um, like I was reading this article recently. I'm going off a tangent. I was reading this article <laughs> recently where they were talking about um, someone working within like the restaurant business mm. and how within food mm -hmm. it's 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 like the legislation and everything and policies when it comes to people who are working in food mm -hmm. like you can get like even if you're ill so you know how like say if you're ill you call in sick yeah especially when you're t working with food mm -hmm. like if you're sick you have other you people should will get sick you should. Yeah, you should you should but the way a lot of restaurants are is um it's like well if you call in sick you're out like find another job find uh, like, well it's, it's like Dispose the, the disposability of a lot of people, mm. and people are coming into work ill. Yeah, which especially, is wrong. It's completely wrong. It's, it's, it's very wrong. So um, that that could be uh, a topic that could go on forever because yeah. I've got a lot of things to or say like about that. Respect. I feel like there's a lot, a lot of there's a lack of respect for people who are in certain job roles mm. because it's seen as. Oh, and you see, you know, we're going off on a tangent. <laughs> I know. Even like politics nowadays, like <laughs> I might have to call the, you on a yeah, second but one. Like, even with like the Conservative <laughs> government and Priti Patel, uh, where it was it was talking about like policies of, of people who are coming into the country and how mm -hmm. oh well we should be letting in the right type of people mm -hmm. and it's like oh well 
the right type of people should be skilled people who are earning mm. above I think it was like 35 or 40 grand or something yeah. and then all these nurses in the NHS were like well hang on are you saying that you know we're not a skilled job because of because we're earning like 25 or whatever or below that yeah. amount like the average nurse <laughs> And it's that thing of uh, see that to me that that, that, that doesn't that doesn't make sense. That that's a but why though? I think it's Which, just a heartless way of thinking. It is. Like Which? it's just and, and also just how many how many like my parents would not have been allowed in this country to have those that that idea of oh well you're only allowed in if you're skilled like a skilled person like my you know like my grandma came here she didn't speak English like she that, speak English, that don't she make sense read, that don't I mean? make like sense and and it's it's just heartless. It I is. Think. It is, but for 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 the scenario that you've just justified with KFC, to me that that <laughs> so makes sense. Talk, just talk, respect. That people. makes that talk to people. <laughs> talk to people. Like, ask them how they get more chicken. Ask them how the night has been, and then you know maybe the person was like, you know what, it's been a long night, but I'm so glad we're clocking off. Yeah. And then might be like, oh, what are you doing with all that extra chicken? Like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Rolling on to number I guess, two. I guess you're getting a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this next one now, yeah. right? Okay. So, rolling on to number two, you're driving and you see a car in front of you that has their Asda shopping and stacks of nappies covering their rear view screen. Okay. Makes sense, but why? So, I'm assuming. You're driving. There's, there's, there was a huge sale. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! And maybe, maybe they've, got, maybe they've just got triplets recently. Does, the, does like, that, probably, does that make sense to you though? That does make sense to me. Okay. Because sometimes when you, you know, if you've got triplets, okay. nappies are, you know, you're going to be using them. But, they, they, but you, they can't see you, and you can't see them. Sometimes you just need to. I mean, it's, it's dangerous. Yeah. But sometimes you just end up filling your car, don't you? True. True. And maybe on the back seat. They but had, you need to see if the ambulance is coming. That is true. Uh, it's right. Like it's not right. It's yeah. not a good thing. If they can't see, if they can't visibly see yeah. everything else. But um, who knows? Maybe they can see everything. <laughs> Maybe you know. <laughs> I love the way you said. But who knows? Maybe, I don't know. It's like you don't know their viewpoint in their car. True. You know what I mean? Like it's true. Just, they they might be able to see everything. True. Like, again, this true. is a tangent, but true. I'm going off on some. I'm going we're gonna. Like we're gonna right you know, there. we're gonna put talk. You see, yeah. hold on to that tangent. Yeah. We're gonna talk onto that. <laughs> after the podcast because okay, cool. I definitely want to hear remind them. me of the tangent yeah, yeah, cool. I'll, yeah. I'll remind you of shopping right <laughs> so number three mm-hmm. you're in a taxi and a taxi man begins to chat with you to find out where you are from yeah. and states he's picked up another Muslim brother before you mm-hmm. so he asks you yeah. if you know that brother <laughs> <laughs> well, like what? Well, like one billion Muslims, and do I know? Listen, that I've had it. Even though, uh, even though I'm Black Caribbean, British Caribbean, uh-huh. I've had the same thing. Okay. So it makes sense. So, but why? So I could be in like I'm trying to think of the the a place because you know what we forget. We forget that the majority of the UK mm-hmm. has areas where it's just literally white people. Mm-hmm. Like they've never seen a Muslim person. Mm-hmm. They've never seen a person of color. Um, it's like I went to China recently and people were literally like taking photos of me because they're like oh my god look at yeah, Chinese you don't yeah, see them yeah, often yeah. It's, like a, it's like a shiny Gyarados but, the, but, but so you've just sometimes, got but as in sometimes people's point of view of the world is so small small so maybe yeah. maybe the area where I've gotten off is like <laughs> like a vicar of Dibley yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> and they're like oh we don't we don't normally get like Muslim Pakistanis yeah. here so, yeah, maybe I... they are related I don't know because we yeah. don't get them so yeah. two like what's the art? like? Oh god! We could have been like the one person that year. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they look like me. I don't know. I get yeah. You but, know what? But also, I get yeah. Maybe they're racist. Yeah, I yeah. Know. I get yeah. I get yeah. No, no, no. It's 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 
it's a viewpoint yeah um depending on where you're picking up from that taxi yeah. or where you're being dropped off no I, i'm sure <laughs> but in that, if that situation happened to me i probably would have rolled my eyes yeah. and be like, oh, oh, no, no. I don't know them, number four <laughs> last but not least okay it's heavy raining and you see someone using a broken umbrella mm-hmm. that is not sheltering them, oh. but they continue to use it. Yeah. Makes sense, or yeah. but why? Because it's <laughs> maybe uh, here we maybe go. even though it's not really working that much. Oh gosh! It's working like one percent, oh, no. and one percent is better than nothing, <laughs> right? So is it makes sense, or but why? There's no in between with this. Does that make sense to you? What that they're not using it? The fact that they're using a broken umbrella that doesn't shelter them properly. It, no, it doesn't make sense. Yes. But it, as in it's not working. It's effort. It's making their arm yes, ache, right? Yeah. But at the same time, maybe they've not realised oh that it doesn't work God, yet. Please. What if they're blind? Blind people use umbrellas, don't they? Yeah, true. So they might have just be like, you know what? The rain's getting rainier. Mm-hmm. It's getting heavier. And they don't ride. So maybe they don't equate it as, oh, hang on. The, the, the thing is broken. The umbrella's not efficient anymore. Yeah. They see it as, oh, actually, maybe it is <laughs> better off than it would be if I didn't put it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get yeah. No, I... I I see I see your make sense in that. Yeah, yeah. A lot of your uh, answers to the make sense but why even though we finished the four scenarios that you you know you've definitely given justice to uh-huh. why they are not just make sense where yeah. I'm very make sense or but why oh, though. So, but so like in your head are those a lot of them that don't make sense. They don't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> but there there could be other aspects to yeah. them just like what you mentioned with the blind uh-huh. that we're not considering. I'm just very looking at it from a very straight, you yeah. know, just a I'm not even considering like if they're the blind or yeah, 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 yeah. First thing you see. So yeah. um but no know, the first thing I probably see is like oh my days what they're doing. You have uh, a a book actually that I'm mm-hmm. actually intrigued in um the, i think is it a part of the book that you're going to uh, read could you yeah. tell us the name of the book yeah so my book is called mute men mm-hmm. i wrote it about eight months ago with verb and mm-hmm. uh oh should i read the back of it i never read the back of go it. go for it and i didn't write wait, did i write this <laughs> did i write this <laughs> carry on in this compelling debut mute mm-hmm. men articulates the author's musings born on late bus journeys and silent morning cart journeys with his dad. Camel focuses on narratives of the often sidelined within the microcosm of the Muslim immigrant majority area that raised him, as well as internationally exploring the fallout of colonialism, war and displacement. Wow. The collection is a brutally honest collage of disconnect of a boy stumbling into manhood, processing a strayed history whilst probing his place in the world. Okay. That probably sounds better than actual work. So you <laughs> had a part within this book that yeah. did you write a chapter? Did you? Uh, no, I wrote. This is my book. I wrote oh, the, whole the thing. entire yeah, thing. Yeah, this is all me. Right. So it's a poetry book. <laughs> yeah, it's my collection, my debut collection. Your debut, and it's called. Can you just tell us the name Mute, of it? Mute Men. Mute. And where can somebody pick that or download that book so, or get it? Um, you can get it on Verbs. Uh, you can get it on Verbs website. You can yeah. get it on Amazon. You Amazon. Can it, well, you can get it online pretty much anywhere. Amazon guys, Amazon. So you just um, type it in Google. Is it any in? Any displayed in any shops of I think anything? It used to be in Waterstones. Okay. Um, so, but you know, I'm online is quite um, versatile now. <laughs> Online's the future. So yeah, online's like, the future. Yeah. So if you would like to tell us the name of the poem um, mm-hmm. that you're going to read and then go for it. Yeah, so this poem is called Roads. Um, the reason why, when I asked, well, we'll just ask which one do you want to perform. Um, the reason why I want to perform it is because obviously at the moment we are a few days away from the general election. Mm-hmm. And I think. I've been trying so much to campaign to everyone to be like, vote Labour, vote Labour, mm-hmm. vote Labour. Because I feel like we're at a turning point in history right now. I don't. Mm-hmm. I think people will be writing books and essays and writing theses on this time in UK politics because there is an actual change that can happen. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't happen, 
it will be a change of the opposite. Right. Because, uh, and the reason why I chose this is because, you know, I'm born here, like, I don't, I'm, I identify as British, even though I have my qualms with what it is to be British, yeah. and also what are the associations of, oh, well, this is a British concept, because yeah. I feel like a lot of the things we think are British are actually just human concepts that we would, we would think the same way had we been raised somewhere else. And also there is this huge... Um, whitewashing of our history and you know we're taught to really celebrate Churchill and celebrate colonialism and celebrate so and as a person of colour like you have when you're growing up you, you have to come to terms with that confliction of being British but also understanding that a lot of the stuff that Britain did across the world was Ooh. devastating so I'm thinking with I don't know what the, I've never heard this poem guys I've never read this poem so I'm thinking with this poem Rhodes is it is it going to be talking about the confliction or or disconnection or connection of um, various roots but I will allow you to start the poem uh-huh. um, uh, to see if it if it matches with what I think it's going to be about so when you're ready um, yeah go for it Britain pitched as sovereign, above and beyond offering chivalrous jewel-crowned old Shakespearean renowned monologues of wisdom and privilege, silk roads paved with pomp and relic, propaganda, Churchill. You wouldn't think the world was burning, fresh as a crime scene, dripping ink on no-name narratives, in the dim, sledgehammered bookcases feed bonfires of epistemicide, meandering the aisles of misfit museums, eroding every Rosetta Stone, every Elgin marble, or Nefertiti, the Kohinoor worn down only to be worn. There's no place colonialism hit harder than the geography of a young mind, biting into the old songs, a wasp hungry in your ear. Um, I was actually uh, quite digest for you <laughs> to get to, to literally go on. Uh, so I can't believe the road ended. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Like it's no, it's fine because I was <laughs> intensely listening to yeah. um, your language of words mm-hmm. and what they mean behind them. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say I will talk to you about that after the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I I I really enjoyed that. Thank you. And thank you for writing that. Thank you. Um, Titi. No, I just want to say thank you for taking part in this podcast, Camille. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been beyond ages, ages. But um, I just want to say, guys, um, with uh, Camille and Camille's book, Name Mute Men, mm-hmm. uh, definitely look for that upon um, Amazon. Mm-hmm. And you can catch me on the iTunes, the Spotify, you know, the Google Podcasts and um, radio uh, public uh, for this series two episode four of Lucia wonders why and um, I will catch you guys soon that was very authentic really and observational mm-hmm. uh, Camille and yeah guys uh, I'm gonna be uh, coming out so uh, I'm gonna say goodbye mm-hmm. from me and from yourself goodbye Camille. from me everyone <laughs> <laughs> see you guys Bye-bye. bye bye <laughs>